Today's Bible reading is Psalm 78, and now we are jumping ahead chronologically uh, a little bit just for today, um, because this is a psalm that is written, and we can tell that it is written sometime after the kingdom split, uh, because there are uh, references to the Ephraimites, uh, which is, would be the northern kingdom uh, of Israel, and we can see their destruction. Uh, but here we see uh, the psalmist, uh, Asaph, looking back at um, the Exodus narrative, which we have been in. And seeing uh, the story, really, of God interacting with his people as a whole being demonstrated in the Exodus narrative. And uh, for our element of good food, uh, you will see that oftentimes the psalmist uses the food elements, uh, the water uh, that came out. And uh, I think verse 18 is especially telling. They tested God in their heart by demanding the food that they craved, um, by desiring their own providence, their own uh, will, what they wanted. Um, that's what it was to test uh, God. Um, <clears throat> you know, so a lot of times we talk about testing God, right? You know, should you test God or not? Uh, I think it, the question is, what do we mean by that? Uh, and here, right, if you demand the food that you want and you test whether God is going to give you what you want, that is a bad test. Uh, but if you are seeking the will of God, then to test God's will, that is what he welcomes. Um, but we notice here that uh, I think 21, uh, verse 21 through 31 is really interesting because it talks about how, you know, God in his wrath still provides. Um, you know, I think a lot of times we think that it is one or the other, that either God is wrathful and God is giving us the consequence of our sins. Um, even in grace of Jesus, I know many people think this, right? Like, oh, I know that Jesus forgives me, but I've still messed up. And so God is still punishing me. Um, because we think that his wrath and his providence are two separate things that cannot, uh, that cannot inhabit the same space. And here I think it is a good reminder that even in the food that we eat, we understand God's providence. I think about the Lord's prayer um, that give us our, to this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, right? Those are things that, you know, you would think are kind of different, right? Like, um, you know, forgive us, therefore give us our daily bread. Um, after we have forgiven our debtors and done what is right. No, all of these things coexist in the same space. Um, that to follow God, uh, to be part of the kingdom of God, and to worship him, um, you know, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have wrath upon us. And yet at the same time, we remember that verse 38 in this psalm, he being compassionate, atoned for their iniquity and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often and did not stir up all of his wrath. You know, and so as this psalmist sort of remembers the Exodus narrative, at the end, he is really understanding um, his own narrative that uh, while God has had many different consequences, uh, including, you know, perhaps the destruction of the northern kingdom, um, at the same time, there is salvation uh, through the servant of David and through uh, the inheritance of Israel. And ultimately, for us, we understand that in Christ, you know, that as we eat our daily bread, um, as we remember the stories of our own lives, and oftentimes, you know, when people give their testimonies, they'll talk about their sins and their mistakes, or they should, right? It's often an easy way to know if somebody really has a testimony, if they talk about their sins and mistakes. But at the same time, in those mistakes, and even in the consequences of those mistakes, do we see God's providence in our lives? And so I ask you, you know, as you reflect today, uh, what is the story of God in your life? Or perhaps what is the story of your life in God? And do we see how these things are 
at work at the same time. That God's grace is, yes, there is wrath and there is justice and there is righteousness, but at the same time, there is forgiveness and there is mercy and there is providence and there is protection. And all of those things can coexist. And how do we tell the story of our lives? How do we tell the story of our church? How do we tell the story of us as people, as a nation, uh, as a world? Uh, do we understand how God is interacting with us?